Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful morning to you. It is just before 8 o'clock here in the morning as I record this in the barn studio. It is cold outside here. I believe it dropped... Well, this is for South Carolina now. You know, give me a break for some of my friends in the northern climes uh, where sub-freezing temperature, sub-zero temperature is very common. Um, it, it right now has climbed up to 31 degrees here. And so I, I trudged my way up to the barn studio here on our property Left the farmhouse a little bit ago, and boy, it was just a, a real, uh, just a very nippy day here. But the, the studio here, we've got the heaters all running. It's nice and warm. Got my coffee here. I hope you have yours with you as well. And just, let's just have a great time. Whether you're hearing this in the morning or on a trip, I really thank you for joining me. And listen, if you'd like to know more about our ministry, then go to our home website. It is theheaventour.com theheaventour.com, and then take a look at, as I've been traveling this summer, I'm going to leave that up for a few more days as a testimony to how the Lord has opened up doors from West Virginia to Texas, from Pennsylvania down to Alabama, over to Oklahoma, all through South Carolina, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, on and on, Kentucky, Tennessee, wonderful, wonderful times, meeting people and just enjoying the, the sharing of the ministry in learning about heaven. Boy, it has been a great time. If you'd like to partner with us, get on the newsletter, um, be a part of our prayer team if you wish, you can also choose that option. Well, then go right into there, and then when you go to the left-hand side of the website, hit the horizontal bars, which will give you a drop-down menu, and you'll see partner. Can you partner with us? Oh, absolutely. We've sent out a newsletter already this week, and if you'd like to be part of uh, the, the growing team of the Heaven Tour, one of our heaven guides, our tour guides, if you'd like to do that, oh, I'd love to be able to meet you, and then I'll write you, see how things are going, and uh, best I can, keep a communication line open as I get ready to travel in the, uh, well, not even in the spring, probably I'm going to start off in February and get going on a circuit. This year, I'm looking toward getting over all the way out to California, and my goal, my high prize goal, is to be able to speak in every one of the lower 48 states, and if the Lord allows that, that is one of my goals. But it, it, above anything else, I would want to expand our circuit. I didn't really get past the Mississippi River. Well, I was in Texas once. Uh, on here is the furthest west I've got. And uh, in Oklahoma, have gone out there. But really, getting out west, it really hasn't been uh, the uh, possibility for us uh, due to our new ministry and just getting things going. But now... Oh, it's very, very possible to do that with your help and your prayers and your encouragement. So thank you so much. If you'd like to hear live streaming, I go on TikTok every morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then at 9.30, I move over to YouTube, also for live, for a full hour, including a Q&A time as people will type in things. On Instagram, I'm available on Instagram and also on Facebook and even on Twitter, now known as X. I uh, will post some things there. So join me okay, in the Heaven Tour. I appreciate you so very, very much. And so what we're going to do today is, oh, i got to tell you this. This is really interesting. <clears throat> when I was getting ready to go up here, and I was in the farmhouse this morning getting my morning coffee, and I went over to the sink uh, 
my wife had been doing some cleanup, and uh, as I moved over to the sink and groggy-eyed, oh, it's probably about six in the morning here, and uh, as I was moving about, I saw a bottle. Uh, a, a, it, it was kind of a cleaning bottle over near the sink. And as I was uh, having my morning reading and such with my coffee, and I looked and said, how appropriate. I don't know what was in me. I was still groggy. And it said on the, the front of the bottle, adjustable prayer. And I thought, well, why would they put it in a bottle? Remember, I'm, I'm half asleep. Prayer in... And then I moved it. Well, obviously, you would know. It says adjustable sprayer. And I kind of laughed to myself, and I said, well, you know, the first one really can, you know, can be appropriate here. The adjustable prayer. Uh, we, we can adjust our prayer to the Lord, as the Lord opens up the door for us and gives us blessings. And also in time of need, we can adjust our prayer to have solely a prayer of thanks to Him, or we are crying out for help to Him, and the Lord allows us. We can pray while we travel. We can pray when we're sitting down, and we can pray as we're moving about uh, in the kitchen or maybe in the workshop. We do have, indeed, adjustable prayer. So I wanted to share that with you. I wish I could show you the bottle, but uh, that also comes from being too tired. All right, now, I am very, very excited. As I look over here, and I have ordered, I lost my other hard drive in, in our move. It's somewhere around here. I haven't been able to get it. So I ordered another one, and I have the external hard drive here, and it's got enough gigs to handle me for quite a long time. Well, when I went in, I went shopping for the right name. And I went through all of the recommendations and everything. And if I found one of a minor name, I was really leery of that. You know, names, along with the product, mean a lot. If we see a trusted brand, we see names. And I kept thinking about the different names that uh, you would see. If uh, we asked for a handyman when we first moved here to South Carolina from Tennessee... And we went over and they said, well, if you're looking for a good name in a handyman, and they named uh, our, our good friend here, we've had him, Daryl has been wonderful. And they said, oh, he's got a great reputation all over town. It's a, it's a very reliable handyman. Names mean a lot. It identifies you, correct? And you are known by a number of names, right? You may be Mr. Smith, but you're also Dad, your Uncle Joe, uh, you are a honey or sweetheart to your spouse, uh, you are boss if you have a, a, any control. So you have a number of titles, a number of names, which identify you more and more and more. So when I look at this and I see this particular hard drive, and I'm looking at the name and I go to the reputation of the company, and I'm assured names mean a lot. Well, you go into the scripture and one the, the, the thinking right now, we've talked about the Magi, we've talked about the Shepherds, and we've talked about Names like Simeon and Anna. But oh, there's something big here. When we go to Matthew chapter 1, and then when we see this passage in Matthew chapter 1, I speak of Joseph, all right? Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately, the Bible says, whenever he finds out Mary is uh, with child. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus. What's that mean? It's a fairly common name, Yeshua, in the Hebrew, Jesus. Why? Because the name means Jehovah saves. But listen to the significance in verse 21. For he shall save his people from their sins his people from their sins. This is very specific. Then you keep going. Listen to the, another name. 
Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. What does that mean? Well, it's being interpreted, verse 23, God with us. Now we look at this one being born. In the Hebrew, he's known as the Mashiach, which would mean the anointed. That word in the Koine Greek is Christos, the anointed one. One who, above all the priests who are being anointed, small a, this one is the anointed, capital A, if we're going to transliterate it over into English. He's the one. This is the center of our praise and our worship during this holy time, this very special time as we gather together as family and friends and we celebrate the birth of Christ, the arrival of Christ here. What I want to talk to you in the time that we have is the names, the names of Jesus. I love, absolutely love looking at this. And then I'm going to share one of my very, very favorite passages here, which is just so very, very special. Isaiah chapter 40, the prophecy of the one to come. We look at this, and what does this say here? His name will be Emmanuel. This is Jesus, God with us, or literally in the Hebrew, with us is God. You know, you come, somebody comes to your house in, in, in a gathering, we say, hey, listen, do you know who's with us right now? Uncle Joe, do you know who's with us right now? Aunt Shirley, do you know who, you know who joined us? The mayor of the town. Do you know who came over here? Long lost friend joined us. And so there's a great significance on this joy of seeing this. We have one that's joining us here. With us is this special person. With great excitement, we share that. With us, we have this person. With us, do you know who's with us? The whole world can hear this. Here's God. There in Bethlehem, five and a half miles below Jerusalem, this little cow town, absolutely, with us is God. And the first thing I want to share with you is when we say, God with us, we see this in this prophecy of what's going to happen, and then we see the culmination of that through Jesus Christ, then we can see we will be with God, Revelation 21 and verse 3. God will dwell with us, we will abide with him, God truly will be with us. What an exciting thing we're seeing here too. And then we start looking through the scriptures, and we see in uh, Matthew chapter uh, or Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14 is a prophecy of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23. When we saw that, verse 23, his name's Emmanuel. Well, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23 is the fulfillment of the prophecy of this name Emmanuel in Isaiah seven fourteen. But Jesus has these names and they give us a clearer and clearer picture of him. And I'll just give you a handful of these, and they're, they're wonderful to, to, to think of uh, when, we, when we look at these things. And if I were to go through an alphabetical list, it would go for quite a while. But within the time that I have, I just want to share with you, he is not just Jesus. He is also, Revelation 1.8, the Alpha and the Omega. There are people say Jesus never called himself God. I beg to differ, my friends, and you find it very clearly here. In Revelation 1a, this is Christ openly talking, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. But we also know 
He's here not just to be up and away the creator, the sovereign, which he is, but he's also here to reach to mankind to fulfill what it says in Matthew 5, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they will be filled. Well, how can he say that? Well, he gives the illustration when then we, when he calls himself in John chapter 6 and verse 32, the bread of life. He is the sustaining, the bread of life. And in those days, bread was more than just a starchy flour con- concoction. It had nuts and fruits in it. And truly, man could actually sustain himself on bread alone, along with some water. But Jesus says in the temptation, no, 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 no. There's more to man than just a physical. There's a spiritual. So man cannot live by physical bread alone. But he must also reach into the spiritual for that eternal life. And I am, John 6, 32, the bread of life. We also see him, boy, I love this. He is Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10. He is the captain of salvation. Did you know this? Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10. I find this wonderful. For it became him from, for whom all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons into glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. The captain of our salvation, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 10. And because of that, then we can freely rejoice because he is our deliverer. And you find that in Romans chapter 11 and verse 26. And so all Israel shall be saved as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And then we also see in Isaiah 9, 6, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, and listen to this, the Everlasting Father. Wait, you said he's a son, now he's a father? Absolutely. In the supreme power of God and in the wonderful grace and mercy he shows us, This one who comes as a child will then be the everlasting father. Everlasting father. Time will not have a control over him. He, as Isaiah 57, 15 says, he will inhabit eternity. So much to say about that if we had more time ourselves too. In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 17 takes us into that concept of time and how we will not be limited By that, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 17, the assurance to the believer. And when I saw him, John says, I fell at his feet as dead. And Jesus laid his right hand upon me and said to me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. It's his name, first and the last. As he is Alpha and he is Omega, he is the first and he is the last. He truly is the one. And here is my probably the one that warms my heart the most. Isaiah 40 and verse 5. He is the glory of the Lord, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. He's known as the glory of the Lord. Now listen very, very carefully. What does that word mean, glory? Because it sounds so majestic. What's it mean? Well, when you look it up, the word in the Hebrew is kavod, Kavod. And in there, what it means is the definition. Are you ready for this? The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. So if Jesus is revealed and he's the glory of the Lord, what does glory mean? It means, here's the definition in the Hebrew, the riches, honor, 
splendor, dignity, reputation. So the reputation of the Lord will be revealed when you see Jesus. Think about that. The dignity of the Lord will be revealed when you see Jesus. The splendor of the Lord will be revealed when you see Jesus. The honor of the Lord will be revealed when you see Jesus. The riches of the Lord will be revealed when you see Jesus. Are you getting something here? It's very powerful. I know I am. This is an amazing promise here to us that we're going to see Jesus. We're going to see God's dignity. We're going to see his splendor. Names of Jesus. Just a handful. And when we see this child and uh, the, the, the pictures of the nativity thing, uh, the, 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 the narrative, the nativity scenes and such, we are seeing so much more when we see this child who is coming in humility and in all of this small entrance into mankind, which explodes into eternity. And we can see much of it by understanding the names of Jesus. I've got to go. I would love to share some more. And tomorrow, Lord willing, I will. So thank you so much for joining me. If you would want to receive one of our email newsletters, then just go on to theheaventour.com and join us uh, and partner with us. and We'll get that sent out right to you. And also near the end of the year here, please understand as I'm getting on the road and getting new equipment for our recording studio and then uh, going and having speakers and, and the conferences and reaching some churches which cannot uh, afford any speakers' fees, anything like that. And I don't charge anyway, but when we go and, we, and I'm reaching out, then, friends, I want you to, to consider, would you be able to help us? Near the end of the year, any gift to us is tax-deductible. If you'd like to send a check by snail mail, then write us at The Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795, Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. Once again, The Heaven Tour, Post Office Box 795, Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. And uh, as I said, we are 501c3. We are a nonprofit ministry here. And you will receive a receipt, and uh, this is tax-deductible gift. God bless you. I thank you so much. I'm going to head on, get ready for a live stream class this morning. And uh, I just appreciate you so very much. Take care. God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax-deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end-of-year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina, 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.